Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. Attention, this is not another boring business podcast. We're here to help mission-driven entrepreneurs get their message and offers out to the masses. In a fun way that doesn't suck. Over the last year, we've created a powerful community of podcasters that are becoming real change makers in the online space. And we're not talking about breaking a 20. I'm Jamie Atkinson. And I'm Gina Suzanne. And listen to us as we laugh, cry, and battle our way to a seven-figure-a-year business. We're going to be talking about not just what the online gurus are teaching, but what they're actually doing to transform and scale their business. Listen in as we break down the real-life publishing strategies these entrepreneurs are actually using. Come for the tactics. Stay for the banter. Welcome to the Changemakers Podcast. You're ready to create real change. And so are we. Welcome back to another episode of Changemakers. Is that the name of our show? Yeah, Changemakers. Just kidding. You didn't know that? I thought we change it. There's something I find really interesting. Yes. Is that we we have two separate microphones and two separate headphones, but somehow two separate bodies too. Yeah, and two separate <laughs> mouths. Somehow you still manage to talk over every single sentence I ever say. It is a trait that I've been working on for the past three years. It's pretty it's a pretty good skill. Am I good at it? Guys, let's get into the episode. We, we've got a good episode today. But it's I, not me, so you get a break say, from me. I would say beyond good. I would say even great. Everyone just shut off this episode once they f- they heard that I'm not going to be here. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Oh, no. We haven't got Gina. Ooh, I'm going to disappear. Um, no, but it's a good episode. I listened to it. I think people enjoy these waffling intros where we talk. Where was I? Because... I looked through the recording and like I saw myself walking by. So I wasn't like out. I wasn't like busy. I wasn't busy, too busy. Well, I don't know. I guess you just, we didn't have all of the equipment. So we didn't have two sets of microphones. And Mm. I had scheduled this interview with our amazing guest today. And and I guess you just couldn't be bothered. Maybe. (laughs) Could not be bothered. (laughs) Didn't want to do it. Well, I I really encourage you guys to, to listen in hard to this lesson because there's something really powerful about it because... We talk on this show all the time about watching what entrepreneurs do, not listening to what they say. And my guest today is an absolutely incredible entrepreneur. He's helped the likes of Kevin Harrington, Zeke Ziegler, Ray Edwards, Brian Tracy. He's an absolute genius when it comes to affiliate marketing. He's wow. gone, he's gone and built, you know, massive affiliate teams for these huge entrepreneurs. And now he helps, you know, the everyday entrepreneur trying to just make it going from, you know, part-time to full-time and full-time to a team and then up to seven figures and beyond. But what I found most interesting about this interview is the way that Matt, the guest who's on the episode. Way to spoil it. Actually, well, you don't know Matt. Well, Matt if you who, clicked on this episode, you must have might, seen the title. Maybe it says at the end. <laughs> But what I found fascinating to watch was how he was such a great evangelist for his business. And in this episode, he talks a little bit about this and, and how he does it. But I want you not just to listen to the words he says, but I want you to watch the way that he presents himself. Look at the way he presents his business. It's a podcast, Look at the way sir. he tells his stories. They can't watch anything. Oh, listen. But listen to the way he presents. This is what I think you meant. This is fascinating to see someone who's leading a multi-seven-figure business and seeing how he conducts himself. 
You guys ready for this? I'm ready. All right. Hit it. See you inside. Roll the tape. And I'm on the roll. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Changemakers Podcast. Super glad to have you here. And today I've got an amazing guest lined up. We don't have Gina as a co-host today, but it doesn't even matter because my guest today is going to fill some powerful shoes. I'm, I'm really impressed with him. One of the things that made me originally want to get uh, involved with this person coming on the show is that he's a massive affiliate marketer and not in the way that most of you guys would really usually expect affiliate marketer to play in. Um, he's actually helped amazing entrepreneurs with the likes of Kevin Harrington, Zeke Ziegler, Ray Edwards, Brian Tracy, legends in the marketing game with their affiliate marketing. And he actually nowadays helps people go from part-time to full-time full-time to a team, and it takes you from a team to getting seven figures and even more and helps you along every step of the way. Please welcome my guest today, Matt McWilliams. Matt, what's going on? Are you suggesting I'm going to wear ladies' shoes? Maybe, maybe. Gina, <laughs> Gina, Gina often will actually wear um, nothing but slippers because, you know, that's just the state of affairs nowadays. We just hang out at home all the time, which is a lot of fun. So, I'm really in yeah. flip-flops. Right now, I'm yeah, you can. Actually, yeah, you can, you can, I always say it's business on the top and then whatever you want down below, right? That's, that's kind of the beauty of podcasting. Yep. 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 <laughs> shirt, well, gym shorts, baby. Exactly. You got it. You got it. Well, Matt, I'm super glad to have you today. Um, one thing that, that really fascinates me about, um, this whole interview today is that what we're going to be talking about is a lot about publishing and the power of getting on podcasts. And it's kind of funny because we, we are on this interview because you have a system, you have a process, you actually have a team and yourself that reaches out and gets onto podcasts. And that's kind of how really this meta. interview came about, right? Like very, very meta, right? Which I love. But today on today's episode, what we want to talk about is a lot about, um, first of all, introducing you. And I, and I want to know a little bit more about um, not just what you teach and, and what you share with affiliate marketing, but what you actually do in your business. Mm -hmm. And today's topic, uh, we're actually going to dig into you getting on stages. And I know podcast is a big arena for that. But before we dive into that, really quickly, can you just give us a little introduction to people who are listening, just to tell them a little bit about you and, and how you got started in this world? Yeah, you know, um, that's 20 years ago now. Uh, so I'll turn 41 in three days or four days from recording this. Uh, so about 20 years ago, uh, I knew what I was going to do when I was older, Jamie, and it sure as heck wasn't this. I, I knew I was going to play professional golf. Um, I had, I, it's what I'd, you know, I'd grown up to do. And I was you know, arguably, I mean, I was ranked, you know, top 20 in the country and, you know, NCAA division one golf. I was, I was pretty good, you know, and I knew that I was going to play professional golf. And, um, I had a friend of mine and I, his name's Hunter Ingram. Uh, we grew up together on the golf course every day. And we always used to joke that there was no way we were going to grow up to be like the, the, the pros at the golf course. Grow up, we were not going to grow up teaching old ladies in purple sweaters how to play golf. Well, fast forward a couple of years, I had injured my wrist. Um, it's actually still injured technically. There's bones out of alignment. They're never going to heal without surgery, but it just doesn't hurt if I don't play golf, you know? And, um, or do push-ups. I can't, I cannot, I have to do push-ups in a special way. Like I cannot, you know, you're, we're on video. That's about as far as my left wrist will bend because of these bones. And so I, I got into golf instruction. And the coolest thing happened is I, I discovered that at that time I could go to this website called Google. You know, this was 2003. This was brand new. 2002 even. Go to this website called Google. I can give them 10 cents for somebody to click bidding on these things called keywords. Again, I'm saying it like this because I didn't know any of this stuff like eight minutes before I set up my first ad. And I can give them 10 cents a click and I can get people to come to my website. Now, this is 2002. Back then, 
They, there was no email opt-in form. There was no building an email list. You came to my website, gave me $2,000 or you left. 10 cents a click. I converted one out of every 200 people. I spent $20 to acquire a $2,000 customer. And I did it every single day, practically. Every single day, almost 365, I would convert one or two people into a $2,000 customer. I'm 22, 23 years old right now. Okay. I am making, I'm splitting the money with my dad. You know, he runs the golf school. I'm basically teaching him or teaching with him. Uh, we split it 50, 50. We had no overhead, you know, no expenses other than ads. And I'm making 10, $12,000 in a weekend sometimes. Like it was insane. Lived with my mom, paid her a couple hundred bucks a month in rent and, you know, and water and whatnot. I had no expenses. This was unreal. And one day, sure enough though, a 75 year old woman in a lavender sweater showed up. And I, the thing is I hated teaching people golf. I love the marketing, hated teaching people. My dad knew it. And this lady shows up and I remember, do you remember like flip phones? You know, I had this flip phone with like the 0.2 megapixel camera and I flipped it open, took a picture sideways, texted it to my friend Hunter. Remember the aforementioned Hunter? We swore we would never teach old ladies in purple sweaters. And I texted him and I said, kill me now. Now, a good female friend, Jamie, ask Gina about this. She'll know. A good female friend will call you immediately and say, oh, honey, I am so sorry. What can I do to support you? Do you need me to come over tonight? I'm going to order you dinner. I'm going to come over and cook you dinner. You know, whatever. Like, I'm your emotional support network. Now, a good male friend like Hunter responds back and says, haha, sucks to be you. And so <laughs> that's where we were at that time. I loved the marketing, hated the doing. My dad, thankfully, the day after my birthday, 2003, he fired me. He fired me and freed me to go do what I was meant to do, which was online marketing. And I've been doing it ever since. What a man. I'm not sure whether I'm referring to Hunter or the dad, but we got to thank both of these people in this situation yeah. because it's incredibly powerful. And for what you're doing today, Matt, um, because, you know, one thing that I found fascinating is before we jumped on this call, I kind of asked you, I said, hey, like, are you still doing these, these big JV campaigns with these really big names? And, and, you know, what was interesting, you said, no, like, we try not to do them because, honestly, it takes me away from helping the real people that I want to help, yeah. um, which are the people, just like the people in this audience, right? The people who are just finding their feet. They're trying to get out into the world. They know they've got something, but they don't know how to get it there. So what does, what does like fast forward today? What does it look like that you guys are doing today? Yeah. I mean, I made a decision a few years ago. I wanted to do business all day long with the people that I wanted to hang out with. You know, it's the people that I just, it's, it's people who where I was, they are where I was in January, 2005. They, you know, at that exact moment, we had made about a thousand dollars from our business in like four months. You know, we had spent thousands of hours and we had a thousand, whole, you know, we were, we were making less than like the minimum wage in Belarus. Okay. Like we, we just weren't making any money, but we were doing it. You know, we were creating something and we had a passion for what we're doing. We just didn't have any money to show for. It. And those are the people I want to hang out with. Those are the people I just love hanging out with because like, no offense to somebody, you know, once you've made a couple set, you know, seven figures or whatever, I can help. I can easily go. I can help somebody who's making $2 million a year, make $5 million a year. I can do that in a heartbeat. I've done it with probably a half a dozen to dozen entrepreneurs at this point. It's not the most fulfilling thing in the world. It's not like helping our first, uh, my first ever coaching client, a guy named Eric Andreas. Uh, that's his stage name, not his real name. I'm not at liberty to share his real name. Um, he's a guitarist. Patricia. 
Uh, it's just his last name is not as cool as Andreas, you know. Um, actually, his first name is Eric, you know, with a C-H, by the way. And uh, we helped him, in, you know, the first year we worked on their coaching program, we helped him go from 88000 to $212,000 a year. And I was like, oh, dude, that's awesome. You know, like, hey, cool, you made $124,000 extra. He's like, no, 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 you don't understand. He's like, we took our daughter out of that crappy school. She has a learning disability. We put her into a $15,000 a year private school. We moved out of that two-bedroom apartment, and we're in a nice house. He named the neighborhood. I know the neighborhood because it's in the city where I grew up. He's like, I hired somebody, so I'm not working 80 hours a week. And I'm like, well, okay, that, that did make a big difference. You know, like those are the people that I just want to hang out with that. I like, I like talking to that. I can, that I love, like if I can sit down virtually with them over coffee for 15 minutes a day, every single week, which is kind of what we do in our mastermind. And I can just like give them that one thing and the light bulb goes off and they go from making $20,000 to $80,000. It seems like that, that's what I love. And, and our primary focus, you know, today is we help people um, do two things, you know, start to monetize, monetize their blog, their podcast, their YouTube channel, whatever it may be, their Facebook page uh, with affiliate marketing. So that's the best way to get started monetizing. It's not creating your own product. I've been there, done that. That was a really stupid idea. Um, you start off with affiliate stuff. There's no risk and you can kind of learn what your audience wants. And then we help people when they're ready, which is typically about uh, five years sooner than everybody thinks they're ready, we help them to start an affiliate program, a small affiliate program where they can have a few friends, have a few people that are smaller in their niche, promote them. It's the best way to grow your email list and grow your sales. And we help, you know, those small entrepreneurs do that. And so, like you said, we're able to, uh, we used to work with three, maybe four clients a year, very limited. And we've worked with 19 clients total in five years, you know, big, you know, massive set, multiple seven figures, some of the biggest launches, some of the biggest names in the world. Uh, that was great. It was awesome for um, our bank account. Not really awesome from an impact standpoint, because now the number of entrepreneurs that we can coach in a week exceeds the number of people, clients that we worked with over a five-year period, you know, and so we're able to, to scale our business. And, Again, no offense, like I loved sitting at Kevin Harrington's table. The guy's worth half a billion dollars. Seeing how his mind works, I mean, you can't replace that. That was so much fun. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Eating dinner with him, um, you know, and just like hanging out with the people that I got to hang out with, like being there and just getting to see how Michael Hyatt runs a team meeting was really freaking cool. You know, I got to be a part of some really cool stuff, Um, but it was very limited in terms of the impact. And they're not really the, like I said, the people that I want to be able to impact and influence uh, at a bigger level are the, like you said, they're probably your listeners, you know, Um, somewhere along that journey of just starting out, you know, scaling, growing. um, That's, that's just fun for me. Yeah, no, I love that. And, and what's interesting is, is I always love to look not just what people say, but what they actually do. And, and what I love is the fact that you are going out onto podcasts. You're, you're getting your message out there. And first, I, I think it's great that you are looking to actively help those people because I love the fulfillment side of things. I think more people should operate like that because um, I think it's really important. But at the same time, I want to dig in a little bit to the strategies that, that you're actually implementing, Matt, because I know, you know, before we got onto the show, you said like your goal for this year was to get onto like over 300 stages. 300, yeah. And I want to, I want to, you know, do this as kind of like a two-part question. But the, the first thing I want to ask you is, why is it so important for you to get onto so many different stages in the way that you're doing it? 
I mean, there's two reasons. One, um, I'm an evangelist for, for our message. You know, I believe if you're just starting out, there's no better way to monetize your platform than affiliate marketing. And I believe there is no better way. It is not Facebook ads. It's not LinkedIn ads. There's nothing against it. We, we, we spend money. Well, we give Zuckerberg a lot of money. Um, to teach people not to go give him money, um, you know, kind of weird, but yeah, you know, now we're not saying that like the only way to ever, you know, build your program, you know, build a $10 million business is with an affiliate program. No, it's a, uh, I, I like to think of it as like a three-legged stool. You know, you should have paid traffic, you should have search and you should have affiliates. Those are your three things. The best way to start out though, because search takes a year, search takes a year to really get up and running. Paid traffic, you got to have money. I know the numbers. We survey our audience, and the audience is probably very similar to yours. They have less than $1,000 to spend on their business when they start it. When, when I started, we had 10, actually, we had $10,000, spent $5,000, and made $8. So we had $5,008. We were idiots. Um, you know, we didn't have much money. We weren't publicly traded. We didn't have a hedge fund backing us like our biggest competitor did. Our biggest competitor raised $80 million before they made a dime. We had 10,000. We still went toe to toe with them. We were only one fifth their size in year four. They start, we started at the same time. We started with one, what, one, one thousand, one ten thousandth the money, and we were only one fifth their size four years later. Uh, so it's totally doable. Um, so I'm an evangelist for this stuff. And so for me to say 300 stages, you know, um, which includes podcasts, Facebook lives, YouTubes, whatever. Um, pretty, you know, could be a physical stage if, if, and when we ever get back to that, you know, um, number one, I'm an evangelist for this. Number two, it's uh, it's a growth strategy for our business. You know, I mean, clearly, um, I know so, so somebody's going to listen to this and go, I like that guy. I want to follow him. So they're going to go check me out on Facebook or, you know, uh, we'll give a URL at the end and they'll go there and they'll grab a free report that'll help them start an affiliate program or, you know, create a page on their website to make $10,000 a month, you know, something like that. They'll come over, they'll follow me. That's, you know, the second reason. Um, the third reason is, is I know what it's like. I was there. I said, I keep saying January, 2005. There's a reason for that. That was a turning point for me. Um, January, 2005 was when we reached the lowest point in our company. Memorial day weekend, 2005 was when I got, I basically decided to start an affiliate program for the company. Um, 18 months later, we grew it to $12.6 million, you know, over the previous year. Um, I know what it's like to be there. I know what it's like to spend an entire three day holiday weekend here in the United States when you should be eating hot dogs and blowing up stuff in the air. You know, when you should be at the pool, you should be getting sunburned. That's what you should be doing on Memorial Day weekend, not spending 18 hours a day, three straight days in an office, looking up people on the interwebs to try to find affiliates. But I did it. And it completely changed the course of my life. And so I know what it's exactly what it's like to be there. And I, you know, I want to, if somebody hears this and decides, that's what I want to do. I want to not have a business that sucks. I want to scale my business. Then my mission in life is... It's complete, I guess. I love it. So first, awesome. I love the whole being evangelist for the message. And I think you're right. Like we still use affiliate marketing heavily in our business today. Good. It's one of the easiest ways to make a lot of noise and get a lot of leads without having to do any fulfillment. So we love it. We use it all the time in our business. And I think it's a great way to build great collaborations as well. So I love that. And, and I love the fact that you're using it as that stage to get in front of people. You know, I see so many people make that mistake. They say, why should I bother getting on a podcast that's only got 
100 or 200 or 300 listeners. Oh, but- I could talk about that all day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, why would you be on smaller podcasts when you're just refining your message? That story I told earlier about old ladies in purple sweaters, you know, and, the, and like the, the sequencing of that story. I mean, you know this, Jamie, because, you know, you know how the game works. I've told that same story 150 times now. And it took, there's little nuances. Like, I don't know if you caught this, but like, I'm, you know, the little the little flip phone with the 0.2 megapixel camera. That's a little nuance to that story that I added probably in the 13th telling and went, Ooh, that was good. Let me keep that. And I wrote that down and I, and it's gotten to the point where my stories are just like, they're pretty much my stories. Like I haven't refined one in quite some time. Sometimes I'll be in the, like, I, I mean, I haven't added a story in a long time, but I, I remember it was about, about six months ago. I was in the middle of a podcast and I, and we were talking about lead magnets and creating a lead magnet for, you know, for your business and how you can use that. And I was like, you know, my dad had the perfect lead magnet. My dad was a golf instructor and he would walk up and down the practice tee and he would look for a, a player who was struggling and he would go up to the person and he would say, Hey, try this. And they would hit the best shot of their life. And they would turn to him and say, Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Hit the best shot of my life. How do I give you money? So my dad never owned a computer, never got online that I know of, never had a cell phone and had the best lead magnet I've ever seen. That's what you want. You want a, you know, you want a quick win. And I go into this whole thing. I, I, I never told that story. I never even thought of that story before. I never once in my 40 years on earth prior to that thought of the connection between my father on a practice tee and an online PDF lead magnet. But I made that connection and I went, oh my gosh, that is the best way to describe a lead magnet. It's a personal story. And when I describe that, especially if you can imagine somebody there, you instantly get what a lead magnet is. Oh, it's a quick fix. It's a quick win. It's, a, it's, a, it's an ibuprofen. It's a Tylenol, not a six-month chiropractic appointment schedule. You know, that's what a lead magnet is. Got it. And so you do that. I think when I did that, I was probably on a podcast that had like, a, I don't know, a few hundred listeners, made it up off the top of my head. I can, now go on the, I can go on any podcast on earth, tell the same story, and I'm, you know, actually sound pretty coherent. Um, that's why you want to be on the smaller podcast. Absolutely. Love that. And I'm, I'm, I'm a massive evangelist for publishing in general because of that exact reason, right? You find mm-hmm. your voice, you find your message, you find these stories, you find these powerful ways to sell yourself. And, and it's crazy because that small story you had could become a million dollar ad, you know, from that story that you developed on, you know, a podcast with no listeners. And I, I think that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it, like I, I know this year, I mean, we might not do this next year. This year, we're not saying no to anybody. I mean, unless there is like a terrible brand fit or, you know, like, you know, it's inappropriate. I want, I want the podcast that I'm on that I could tell, you know, my nine-year-old daughter, hey, go listen to daddy, you know? So unless it's just a terrible brand fit for me, I'm, we're not saying no. You know, we're saying yes to everything in 2020. We'll see you next year. You know, maybe we have to have a little bit of a filter. I don't know. We've had a filter before and that limited me to, you know, 30 or 40 of these a year. I was going weeks at a time, not doing a podcast. I don't go more than like two days without doing one now. So again, I'm telling the stories and I'm, I'm, I'm nuancing them and I'm, you know, uh, you here's a little, I'll give this tip. We do this, we did this with our webinars and we do it with um, podcast interviews if I say something on this podcast interview, I have a little piece of paper right here. Okay. It's got a few notes on it. Uh, some URLs and stuff. If we, 
if I say something on this podcast and as I'm saying it or after I say it, I go, that was good. I need to remember that. I will just literally, I mean, some and people will notice like, and they're the sloppiest things. I might not even look, I'll put a star over here. I'm not going to do it now or else I'll think I said something, you know, brilliant <laughs> that I've never said before. Um, I'll put a star over here. We will go back as a team and listen to that episode and analyze, you know, like, okay, what could I, you know, how did I do that? What could we do better? How could I tweak that? How could I optimize that? Ooh, that was good. Let's, you know, let's add that to my mental database. Ooh, actually we could use that story on slide number 32 in that presentation we do to describe that thing that we're talking about that would be better. And, but I, I wouldn't have had that if I just hadn't have been on. And there are presentation, we have a presentation we do. I'll be honest, Jamie, we've had less than 3000 people go through it which compared to some of the other ones where we've had tens of thousands, maybe even a hundred thousand plus on a on one. It's been a disaster. It has not been popular with, with our audience. It hasn't converted worth a crap. We tried it with a few affiliate partners and it converted terribly. But there's a story that I tell in there that's become central to our message. And I remember telling the team the other day, I hate that presentation. I am never doing it again. I am glad we did it. I am glad we did. We spent a hundred hours creating the stuff for it, putting together in that, but that one story that explains it's, it's all about how to lead your audience. It's a lengthy one. I don't have time to get into now. That one story made it worth it. That one story resonated with people. I love it. It's the, it's the secret behind what makes comedians so successful, right? They go to the dive bars and they try the Mm -hmm. everything they can and some stuff gets a laugh and some doesn't and they refine it and they put it into the big blockbuster that they do. And that's what makes them stand out. I'm so glad that you said this because it's really um, powerful to hear it from another entrepreneur. And I love how meta this is because this is the process of it happening, but you're saying all of the things that is, is crucial for people to understand that it's not necessarily about dollars in the bank from everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like the, the long-term effects of it can be absolutely critical. Matt, I want to, I want to dig a little bit behind the scenes and, and, you know, hopefully you're okay with sharing a little bit of this, but yeah, yeah. alongside what goes on on the front end of Matt's going out and his team is messaging people and they're getting on podcasts. And there's that whole part about, you know, being an evangelist and sharing the message and getting in front of people. Um, what else is there going on behind the scenes that makes going onto these podcasts so powerful for you and for the business? I mean, for us, the, the thing that would make a, being on a podcast valuable um, is we have, a, we have a clear customer journey now for everybody that comes in. So uh, I, had a, I had a coach of mine help reframe something recently for me. I say recently, about a year ago. Ultimately, Everybody that comes into our ecosystem should end up in our coaching program. Uh, I mean, th- we just released a podcast episode today as we're recording this. Uh, two of our clients, uh, Jason and Cecilia Hilke, you know, they're, they're in the parenting niche. They, well, we started working with them and they were doing these online summits, you know, like 10, 20,000 people were coming. That's awesome. Uh, we just helped them get 104,000 people by following what we teach in our coaching program. Like, the results we're getting in this program are amazing. And I had to reframe the way I looked at people and say, okay, ultimately that's, that's kind of the, like, that's where we want them is in that coaching program. That's what's going to help them go from six to seven figures. So now back up, how do I get them to six figures? Okay. Now back up. How do I get them to five? How do I get them like to, you know, to six, how do I get them to full time? 
you know, for most Americans, at least it's around $54,000 a year. If you can get to $54,000 a year, um, you can go full time, you know, because if you do the math, it's not just 54,000. It's when you were making 27,000 and saving up the money because that was your extra money, blah, blah, blah. But if you make about $54,000 in profit ish, you can go full-time. Some people can go full-time sooner. If you're single and 23, you can go full-time when you're making $35,000, you know? I went full-time when I was making $18,000, you know, because <laughs> I didn't have any expenses. Um, but, you know, now we got to get them to six figures, right? Now we got to get them to full-time. Now we got to get them to make just $10,000. Now we got to make them make their first dollar. And, and we have a customer journey. We have a solution every step of the way through our company how do I make your first dollar? That's the most important. I, I'm going to tell you right now, from when, with, with my, when I think back to all the companies I've been a part of, going from 10,000 to a million is infinitely easier than from zero to one. We were talking beforehand. I remember our first dollar. I remember our first $1,000 day. I remember our first $2,000 day. I remember our first $1,000 day. We pumped like some celebration music. We were like dancing all around. You know, I may or may not have ended up on like on a table. Like we were pumped. First day we hit 10,000. No idea. Couldn't even tell you what it was. I, I remember the date on the first thousand. I remember exactly what was happening. I remember we almost crashed our reporting server because we were refreshing the report for that last $8. That thing sat at 11, or that thing sat, sorry, that thing sat at 9.92.11 for the longest freaking time. And then the next sale we made was exactly $8 and we were $1,000 and 11 cents. And I was like, yeah. And then, you know, I don't remember $50,000 in a day. I, just, I don't even remember. Can't even tell you. Like, we might have hit it three months before and I wouldn't have even known it, you know, because I wasn't like obsessed with that anymore. And so, yeah, if we can help people through that sequence, you know, that's ultimately what we do as a company. And getting that kind of clarified and, and dialed in, no matter where you come in, if you come in and you're already full time, but you're not at six figures, awesome. We start here. You know, we're at point number three. Again, it's a you know, dollar, 10,000, full time, six figures, seven figures and beyond. You know, so no matter where you come in, there's a, a place for it. We had somebody today just signed up for a coaching program. Never bought anything from us. Brand new to our, like signed up, only been on our list for like 27 days. But they're already at six figures. So great. We're going to, you know, that's, there's nothing. I don't want you to buy any of this other stuff because it's not a good fit for you. I mean, it might help you make an extra few thousand bucks, but it's not the thing that's going to get you from six to seven figures. And it was just getting really, really clear on that, Jamie. Love it. So in terms of um, for people listening, because I want to make sure as well that we're, we're not just dissecting and analyzing, you know, what you do in your business, Matt, I find it fascinating, super interested. And, and anybody that's listening to this that isn't aware, I really encourage you to look at Matt as a fine example of someone that's got everything together so well. And, and kudos to you, Matt, because as a marketer, I'm just fascinated by listening, not to just what you're saying, but what you're doing in your business. And I, and I think it's incredible. And I encourage everybody to really model the, the idea behind what you're sharing. But I want to also make sure that we're giving something to the people who are in our audience who are hearing, you know, this talk about affiliate marketing and, and they're like, wow, like this sounds great. Like, if you were to give somebody in our audience an idea of, you know, the first steps that you would take them through, Matt, because the idea of your first dollar, your first $100, your first $1,000 is so compelling for so many people. 
Um, what, what, would you, what would you tell them if they're listening today in terms of what you teach that can help them to get going? Yeah, I mean, the, the very first thing, uh, we have a quick start guide, Jamie. If you just go, we'll, we'll have a special URL. Uh, so we'll put it mattmcwilliams.com forward slash changemakers. Um, we'll have a special URL there. And one of the things they can get is, uh, it's just our quick start guide to affiliate marketing. Um, and so that will take them through the process. The biggest thing just to give people, it sounds almost counterintuitive because the first thing I need to go sign up for an affiliate program. No, the first thing you need to do is get very clear on who your avatar is. That everything we do in our business is dictated by who our avatar is. Uh, so for instance, our avatar's name is Pete. Now, 51% of my audience is male, 49% is female. Somehow we didn't pick a gender neutral name. We ended up with Pete. There was a reason for it that I've honestly forgotten. There actually was a reason though. Um, and, oh, I do remember. It was a guy, one of our original bot customers who was like a hyperactive customer. He bought like our first three products. His name was Peter. And we decided we wanted to name him Pete. So that's it. We have Pete. Now we always write Pete in all caps. The reason for that is it stands out on the page and that's, you know, just everything is for Pete, right? But like when I think about our avatar, it is our ideal customer. We all, we've all heard about avatars before, I would imagine. Um, it's just getting crystal clear on that. And so for me, what I do before I write copy, before I think of a promo, before I uh, decide we're going to, you know, promote something specific and affiliate, another affiliate program, somebody else's launch before I do a webinar and I create the slides, I actually do a little visualization exercise. It takes anywhere from 90 seconds to about 20 minutes, just depending upon how deep I'm going into it. And what I do is I actually, um, I literally play, I call it woo woo music. Um, it's uh, Tibetan bowls, you know, the music, um, I get in a dark place, turn off the lights, you know, get comfortable, um, so I'll do it upstairs in our room because that's the quietest place, you know, um, got some white noise going and I'm just focused and I'm, what I'm doing is, so I'll use email as an example and this can work for anything. I am picturing my avatar opening the email, reading through the email. If like I usually do, I try to be a little humorous in the email and I've got an idea of what I want to say, something humorous, like I've got like a little pun or something, I picture them getting there and laughing. Then I picture him clicking. Now let's say it's an affiliate offer. I picture him going to the sales page for this affiliate offer. I picture him scrolling through, seeing the testimonials, the case studies, reading what's on the sales page, which you know, that means I have to go to the sales page first and kind of get a visual for it. I picture him buying. I picture him being satisfied with this purchase. This is a sped up version, of course. And then ultimately what I do is I put him five years down the road. I picture him, let's just say I'm promoting, uh, you know, for lack of a better, I'm, I'm, I'm going to promote a weight loss course. I picture my avatar 50 pounds overweight. I picture him five years later in the best shape of his life, playing with his grandkids, running a 10K, running a half marathon, lifting weight, being fit, not being afraid to take a shirt off of the beach. And I pictured like what life is like for him in that moment. Now I'm ready to write copy. And I mean, like, I will tell you, if you, if you take even 90 seconds before you write an email to do that, um, writing the email is so stinking easy, but I can't do that if I don't know my avatar. So like, we hammer home in it. It is like in our course, uh, one of our courses, I'm not joking, Jamie, 
20% of the entire course is avatar. It's not 20% of the results. It's actually really like 50% of the results. Cause if you get clear on that, you know, okay, here's what products I should promote. And if everything goes through that filter, so ultimately that becomes the filter. Somebody comes to you and says, Hey, will you promote this? And you go, well, that's not, I, I said, that's not for Pete. So the answer is no. I don't care how much you're going to pay me. Oh, hundred percent commissions. No, not for my avatar. You know, so that that's always the first step because it's just so, so important. Yeah, I love that, Matt. And, and it's really, it, it's so funny. I, and I find this, and I don't know if you ever find this yourself. I always find the point that I'm at in my business when I go onto these interviews, I always get the answers that I need. Hmm. And just this week, I had a conversation with my coach about writing copy for my avatar. And I just redid the copy literally 20 minutes before this call. And I did the same thing. Uh, I have a mentor called Ian Stanley. I did something called the second self meditation. It was exactly what you just described. And it was getting awesome. into the mind of the avatar yeah. and, and writing it out. So it's so funny because you just reaffirmed everything that I did today. I think it's That's fascinating awesome. when that yeah. happens, right? So I love that. Um, Matt, incredible, incredible interview. Um, I'm so, so impressed with everything that you're doing. Um, I can't wait for people to consume more of what you've got. Now, I know everybody here is podcast listeners, right? It makes sense. They're on the podcast. So Matt, tell us a little bit about where we can go to listen to your show. And also, I would love for you to also um, drop us any other links that could be valuable for people who want to get more into your game. Yeah. So I mentioned mattmcwilliams.com forward slash change makers. We'll have two things on there uh, for your listeners, Jamie. Uh, number one, we're going to have a, a free report that we have called your first 100 affiliate. So if you're looking to start an affiliate program, uh, we've got 15 places in this report, plus some email templates. Uh, I, I'm gonna t- we've had people report back to us like never, like they've used this report after two years of not knowing what the heck to do. Uh, they've used this report and they're like, dude, I got 15 affiliates over the weekend. You know, I got my first three, I got my first five. Uh, it's called your first 100 because you can find about 100 using what we teach in here. It's not your first like 2,000 affiliates. Um, but most people are finding, you know, a half a dozen or 10 really good affiliates in a pretty short period of time and then continuing to scale those methods from there. So we'll have that report there. Like I said, there's 15 different places. Uh, plus, uh, we've got like, I don't know, maybe half a dozen email templates in there as well. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then secondly, we got that quick start guide to affiliate marketing. So if you've never done affiliate marketing, or maybe you've done it, but you've done it wrong. You know, you've had like no success. Uh, grab this quick start guide. We basically got uh, the five, kind of the first five steps to getting started with affiliate marketing. That's the important thing It's just, again, we're all about like, Hey, get, get that first affiliate promo, make that first dollar. I don't care if you sell a $10 widget with a 10% commission, that is a dollar. And if you're anything like me, like I said, that is the hardest dollar to make. And, um, you know, in fact, we do this with our students, uh, cause you know, in the physical world, when you make that first dollar, you know, you're a restaurant, what do you do? You take the bill, take the dollar bill, the pound or the Euro, whatever and you frame it. And you put it up on the wall, right? Well, we don't get to do that. It's the downside to PayPal. It's a downside to direct deposit. It's the downside to wire transfers. We don't get to do that. So we actually send our students a dollar in a, in a place, in a certificate they can frame and put it in. And we have like hundreds of those pictures. It is the coolest thing where they took that dollar bill representative of their first dollar and put it up on their wall. And so we'll be on like mastermind calls or whatever, and I'll see them in the background. It's, it's the coolest thing. And then, yeah, we have a, a, 
a podcast called the Affiliate Guy Podcast. By the time uh, people listen to this, we'll be well over episode 350. It's insane. I was like, oh my gosh, I've done, it's like, we're almost at a year. Like you could, we were 15, 16 episodes away from having, if you started on January 1st, you would not finish the podcast episodes until the end of the year, which is like ludicrous to even think about that. Um, So it's a combination of some solo episodes where I teach about affiliate marketing or starting affiliate programs. Occasionally I delve into things like mindset. I just did one recently. It was really on my heart because I kept getting a lot of questions about fear and not knowing what to do. And I was like, no, you know, fear is actually a good thing. It's telling you what to do, you know? Um, So we talk a little bit about mindset, some tactics, some strategies, some tips and tricks. I have some interviews as well with some amazing people um, on topics that are maybe a little bit outside the affiliate world or they're right in the affiliate world. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of a, I wouldn't say it's all over the place. You know, it's all about online business for sure. But I do like to, uh, I, I like to not limit it because we tend to get a lot of really good feedback about, you know, the episodes where I'm like, I'm talking about how to deal with haters. You know, that was actually one of our most popular episodes ever. Like that has nothing to do and everything to do with affiliate marketing and affiliate programs, you know? Um, so yeah, just check it out. The affiliate guy. I love it. And Matt, one kind of thing that I would love to know as a final thought is what is your favorite thing about podcasting? My favorite thing about podcasting is, um, unlike, cause I'm not, I'm not a writer. I'm not, I'm not a writer. Um, in fact, I don't write. I record into a device and my team types it up. And, but I love words. And what I love about podcasting is, unlike the written word, it allows me to tell a story. Again, like the thing with my dad, like that's, that story is like three paragraphs long. And in a blog post, it kind of feels like it might drag on. But as I'm telling it and your vision, like there's something about the written word for me, at least, and for a lot of people this way, that the act of reading makes it hard to visualize. Like I can, when I'm reading a book, it's different. When I'm reading a blog post, it's harder to visualize because you're focused on the act of reading. Oh, my dad, blah, 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 blah. Where's he going to get to the point? But with the story, when I'm telling it visually and there's voice inflections and there's, you know, there's things, I mean, like, I didn't even notice until I told that story like a hundred times, but even the part where I was like, how do I give you money? You know, my, my voice always does that. It always goes up. That's different than how do I give you money? Exclamation, you know, question mark. Because it's a question, but it's an emphatic question. You see, that's like the difference. So I just love podcasting. Um, I love podcasting because I know what difference it's made for me. I very rarely, I mean, I think we were talking about this a little bit earlier about the length of podcasts. Dude, I don't go into the bathroom like to get ready where I'm like shaving and showering and, you know, put on, like, I don't do that without having either an audiobook or a podcast playing. You know, I love podcasts. My life has been transformed by podcasts. I listen to podcasts four to six hours a week. And I would listen more if uh, I would listen more like while I'm working out, except for every now and again, because the kids work out with me, you know, some of the podcasts, it's hard to listen to Joe Rogan when you got the kids around. So, um, 
you know, like I would listen more if it wasn't for that, but like, and the kids and they are, they're learning stuff from some of the podcasts I listen to. Um, I mean, I just love, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's human beings telling stories and sharing ideas in a, in a way that I think we were meant to, you know, um, yeah, there's visual learners, there's auditory learners. I, I'm an auditory learner. So maybe that's why I gravitate towards it. So I don't know, man. I, if you can't tell, I'm just passionate about it because I think it's amazing and I think it's awesome. So I think everyone should listen to podcasts and everyone should have a, if you have a message to spread, you should have a podcast. You, you absolutely should. 100% agree. Matt, absolutely amazing. And the final thing I just want to ask is obviously guys, um, Matt, honestly, for the new show that we've got here, Matt, one of the most interesting and honestly best interviews that we've done so far for the new show. Thank you so much. You brought so much to the table, so much value that you've shared both behind the scenes and in what you teach. And the final thing I want to ask Matt is, as you guys know, um, we have got the Changemakers Toolkit. We get every guest to put something into the kit. Um, Matt, have you got anything to bring for our listeners today um, to put into the content toolkit? Yeah, you know, we, we talked a lot about getting on podcasts. <laughs> uh, we talked about the value of that. We talked about the benefits. We talked about kind of what to do after you get on the podcast and talked about you know our goal of being on 300 uh, this year. We didn't really talk about like how to actually get on. We teased it a little bit. And I don't know if we, I don't know if you did that on purpose. I didn't. Um, but there's a video that I recorded for a mastermind group um, for our mastermind group, actually, where I walk them through. It's about, I don't know, it's a 15 or 20 minute video. It's pretty quick. Um, just walking them through the process and it, it literally shows like how I got on your show, Jamie, and how I get, I'll get on another 299 this year. It's a super easy process that literally anyone can do. Um, the beginning is actually, I do it myself, you know, so I'm not outsourcing this. The follow-up, I will say, we'll, we talk about this in the video, the follow-up I do, uh, use my assistant. Um, but even if you don't have an, you know, an assistant, um, I make the system is really easy. It's using tools that are free that anybody can use. I am not like a productivity expert. Okay. I am shiny object syndrome. You know, like my friend calls it ADOS attention deficit. Oh, shiny. You know, <laughs> uh, that's Hunter. Actually, the aforementioned Hunter, we're, like, I'm giving him love today. You know, he's an amazing dude. Um, you know, that's not my world in the productivity world. And yet we've created a system where even I can't not follow up with people and I can't screw this up and you know, it'll get us on. I mean, I have no, we're, we're about 17 podcasts behind where we want to be right now. Um, so worst case is I'm going to hit about 265 podcasts this year. Um, good. Yeah. I mean, that's almost one a day. I think we'll still hit our goal. Um, you know, cause part of why we're behind is just the whole COVID thing. So I think we'll hit our goal and uh, you know, get on 300, shows this year. I tell you right now, I'll probably tell the 0.2 megapixel purple sweater story about 265 times. We're, you know, out of the 300. Um, that story is going to be pretty refined. Like every story is going to be pretty refined. And that that's, that's how you do it. Matt, amazing. Thank you so much for the value. And for all you guys listening, you can absolutely go grab everything inside of the Changemaker Toolkit. The link's going to be down in the show notes. We'll also put the link down to Matt's podcast and all of the amazing stuff he gave away for free. Matt, thank you so much for being on the show. Massively appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I guess we're going to be on your show soon. So um, guys, if the yep. show is live, when this one is, we're going to go put the link of that down in the show notes as well. And you go check out um, Matt's podcast with the episode that we'll be involved in. And uh, Matt, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me, Jamie.
Thanks for listening to the Changemakers Podcast. But guys, let's face it. Getting buyers coming to you, it can be pretty tough. So what if we could help you create content that pulled in your ideal customers? Head to 12monthsofcontent.com where we'll show you how to map out a 12-month plan of content that pulls in your dream customers each and every day. Again, that's 12, the number, monthsofcontent.com. All right, guys, we'll see you there. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high-ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.